0: Welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast that occasionally dips into other parts of the fandom. Whether it's not, it's a live stream, or if it's something that's coming out to you from your favorite podcast player. This episode is a little spooky, but nothing too crazy that's going to make you want to crawl under a bed or hide in a closet. We promise it's going to be all good fun. No tricks, all treats for this episode, because it's actually Halloween. this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure you follow us on Earth 894. Podcast on any social media platform or subscribe on your podcast player. Have a good time. But with me is my favorite co-host in the whole dang world in this multiverse, might I add. And we got a special little guest here we'll introduce in just a second here. Making his return to the podcast again, it's the man, the myth, the legend, the best dad that I know. It's Louis Tannerini.
1: How's it going, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing, Louie? I missed you. Oh, you know, I'm good. I've I've been working my tail off, and uh, I'm glad that we can get to it today.
0: Heck yeah, man. And I might say, you uh you got a flannel, for those who are just listening, I'm just going to describe Louie. He's got his glasses, he's got the full-on beard going, he's got his headphones on, but he's got a very nice button-up shirt, and I feel like I'm underdressed for a podcast, which is something yeah, I never thought I just, I'd say.
1: I wore it to work today, and... I don't know. They asked me to do concessions, so I figured I shouldn't look like a complete slob. Fair enough. Fair enough. uh, Yeah. I feel like this isn't complete. I'm still wearing jeans, so I'm not complete slob, but I'm also not like wearing a tuxedo or anything.
0: Mm. Do you own a tuxedo?
1: (laughs) I do not own a tuxedo. I did buy a suit, though. Ah.
0: I don't think I know anyone other than one person who owns an actual tuxedo, and yeah, I think I'll just leave it like that. (laughs) If you own a tuxedo, make sure you email us at Earth it, and I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man, but you know, when you wear a tuxedo, you might feel very fine and dandy, and you might look very fancy and dapper. But you know what's even cooler than that? Another version of a suit, but it's not the kind of suit you're thinking of. It's the one that has, let's say, arc reactors in it. It has just all these great shots. It can do <laughs> nano. What it's, it, You know what we're talking about. Think like Iron Man. Think of War Machine. Think of the Iron Spider suit. There's some really cool suits out there in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: The Iron Patriot,
0: Iron Patriot, War Machine's way cooler. Well, (laughs) you already hear it's official. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I get confused with Bioshock Infinite. If you guys know the reference, too. (laughs) So, without further ado, our guest tonight took the internet by storm when he first gave an inside look into his journey creating his very own Iron Man Mark 85 suit, the iconic suit from Endgame. Since then, his videos have been watched close to 100 million views all over the place, including the two million, nearly 2 million TikTok followers he's amassed, as well as over 600,000 subscribers on YouTube alone. Kicking butt and taking names. But what's cool on that He's actually made it very inclusive in the community by showing tutorials on how people can actually use 3D printing and cosplay to make their own costumes, their own creations of their own device, and really embrace their fandoms in a very helpful and inclusive way. And because of that, so many people have followed along, created their own costumes in their cosplay, and just really had a good time because there's a great resource out there because of his efforts. And so without further ado, join us in welcoming Frank, or Better known as Frankly Built on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, all those fun platforms. But here he is, the man, the myth, the
2: legend. It's Frank. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. (laughs) I'm gonna have to save that intro and play that every time I need a a, a, my own little (laughs) boost of my ego. Thank you for that one. Oh no worries. (laughs) The honors all mine. If you ever need sound effects, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, sound effects, right? Um, Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is awesome. Thank you. What are you gonna say, Lou? I
1: was gonna say if you need an intro or anything, Devin does all that recording and editing, and he does it for everybody, basically.
2: I yeah, I might uh, whew,
0: I might need something like that, <laughs> <laughs> or a hype man. I'll just follow you around and I'll just tell people like you know a bard, just like The Witcher or something like that. Just really hype you up. Everyone can use it. But yeah, man, you're I, not wrong. Right. So, I know you've been busy. You've been on the road, following along. You've been at various comic conventions. You've been really suiting up.
2: How's it going <sighs> cool to be back home? Yeah. It, it was about time. Um, I, I, left, I left. It was like a little grand tour mm-hmm. with, like, 10 different things going on at once. I, I had my last day in the military. I wasn't technically out yet, though. I had to wait a few more days to, like, the paperwork and all that. But, like, left the military finished the second suit star boost packed it all up into my car left my house october 1st went to cosplay world richmond for two days then drove up to dc hung out with a friend for two days drove over to my mom's house in new jersey for three days new york comic con for the weekend and then uh, i had to drive to newark international airport back in new jersey flew to california for a week flew back to newark went back down to my mom's went back down to dc Filmed some content for Micro Center and then drove home, and that I got home October eighteenth. So it was, it was something. <laughs> it was a lot of not in my own bed, a lot of just right. hotels and couches. So, well,
0: I, uh you know, next time I need to complain about how I had to go to this store to pick up this, and then I had to go to like, <laughs> grocery store for that. I am not going to complain. Oh, man. No, that sounds like a very like is tiring. Is that? made me feel just thinking about it that sounds like a hell of a trip and just
1: tons it was. of stuff to
0: do
2: yeah and if anybody wants to google um or bing if you're weird uh you know a, a, a hyundai genesis coupe if you it's a little two-door hyundai car that mm-hmm. um, does not have a lot of trunk space uh that's what i was in for those 18 days tr- driving around with two iron man suits a, a suitcase by one wheel um some lightsabers like, and packing two full Iron Man suits in that and the suitcases so they don't get too damaged. That was something. Wow. It was, uh yeah. But we made it.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, glad you made it safe and sound. I mean, that's, ooh, that's a lot to pack. Yeah. Well, worth it. Before but, we kind of dive into a lot of fun here, because we have so many questions to ask you, and then talking about just nerd out, fandom out, let's talk all things Marvel, MCU, and maybe what else is going on in other fandom multiverse channels. But before we do, one thing we like to do is a little tradition on this podcast is kind of how we actually warm up our, with each other. And I guess it's kind of fitting with what you just shared. But to formally introduce it, we have a segment that we call MCU for You. And this is where we talk about what's been marvelous since we last spoke. Uh, for Louie and I, it might be we tried to and failed miserably at buying another Funko Pop that we saw on the shelf of a Target or local Hobby Lobby or something. Or we watched a movie. But... Sometimes it involves something more heroic, like going on those crazy trips that you just shared. So, without further ado, let's kick it off to Louie. What's your favorite thing to say?
1: And see you for you. That is right. I told you, he makes stuff for everything. Does Hobby Lobby sell Funko Pops?
0: Yes, so does Michael's.
1: <laughs> I did not know that.
0: Yeah, you're gonna. Yep. I I would put like ten bucks down right now if you were to go to the local Michaels or Hobby Lobby. What you'll find is probably a frozen two, uh, random character Funko, and then maybe even like one of those DIY ones, um, because I think I've only seen mm. the DIY ones there.
1: Well, that's fair. Good to know. Right. Um, I actually did just pick some up. I did. This just- guy is completely broken so i got it at a Oof. discount but we have an iron Can't man guy that. here today and i got a war machine the other day how there famous. you go how <laughs> it was 6.99 5.99 maybe something like that i like it um other than that i've been working like a dog um saturday i worked in the morning 6 a.m we did inventory. Luckily, we had a good group of guys. We got finished by 9 a.m., got to get out of there after three hours. But I worked the night before until like 10.30, so I was like really tired. And um, I was hanging out with my kids through the day, and I took my son to take a nap. And then I was playing with my daughter on the floor, and I was like dozing off on the floor. And my wife said, why don't you just go lay down in, in the bed? And I said, oh. Okay, and then I went and laid down, and I turned on Avengers Age of Ultron, mm. because I feel like I watch Endgame all the time, Infinity War I watch a lot, the first Avengers is, you know, one of the best, and then Age of Ultron doesn't get enough love, so I turned it on, and they were fighting in the, uh, in the woods or whatever at the beginning when they are going to fight uh, Homeboy, and then uh, Cap tells everyone to watch their language. And then they asked me if I wanted to watch She-Hulk because I slept through the entire movie. And, <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. Whoops. And oh, then we well. were going we to record Saturday. So I had gotten up and when I was playing with the kids. My wife was like, I'm going to give them baths. I said, cool. That's my time. So she took them to take baths and I turned on Werewolf by Night so I could get refreshed to talk about that. and then. They called me into my other job to work seven thirty to ten forty five or whatever. So that sucked. Some some guy, I don't want to say some guy, but the lady that was working, her husband fell off of his motorcycle, so I had to go to cover her shift. Gotcha. Because everybody else was busy, out except for me. So long story short, I. Didn't watch Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's, that's uh that's way to go around it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome, man. Uh, Frank, after what you just shared, though, is there anything else that you feel like kind of fits in with MCU for you? Or did you happen to watch any uh, movies along your ride?
2: We did. Um, uh, when I was in California with um, two of the other Iron Idiots, uh, Danny and Emily, um we had a very stressful i think it was monday um and we finally got back to the airbnb and we went got dinner came back and we were all just exhausted because we had been up since like 6 a.m and we i i think we we were just sitting in the living room and uh we just i grabbed the remote and then uh disney plus pops up on the tv and i'm like i wonder if like they're logged in that'd be a kind of cool thing for an Airbnb you know cuz I don't want to put my info in there True. True. um and they were they had like an account set up and everything like all right neat so nobody was like answering like do you guys want to watch so i just flipped through and i'm like civil it just it popped up right cuz i went to the marvel section and it was civil war and i'm like yes so we sat there and we watched civil war in almost its entirety i bailed a little early cuz uh i was really tired um but uh yeah, it was just a nice like way to unwind and just cool down. Yeah, that's awesome. Great movie. You know,
0: now I have to ask. I'm just curious. Have you ever watched any Iron Man or any Marvel movie while in your armor? Is that, <laughs> no, is, that no. is that a personal question to ask?
2: <laughs> um, I've definitely watched them while wearing parts of it or working on it. Um, gotcha. I definitely can recall sitting here having parts uh, spread out across the floor and I'm working on electronics or something and I have Disney plus on. And I I think I just started from the beginning and, you know, Iron Man one cap one cap, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of burning through. So I'm sure there was some intersection of when Iron Man was on screen and then I had a part on. So close. It counts.
1: Nice. I would, I would say that's not too personal. Just, just end it with have you ever watched a movie while wearing this stuff I, I wouldn't go any further than that
2: <laughs> but that's what the people want to know man <laughs> True.
0: I'm not going to ask what parts were you wearing right then that gets that's that's where we draw the line
2: it's more about what parts wasn't I wearing <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect well awesome man you know for me all really much I did was uh, so I'm also in a band and so uh, we were in the studio this past weekend and so a lot of the stuff I did was a lot of music, but I always try and wiggle ways for me to like nerd out a bit. And so as I was trying to prepare real quick with uh to record with you, Lou ultimately fell through, unfortunately. Um, I was in the middle of we were writing lyrics for uh, a new song we're working on, and as I'm starting to like brainstorm stuff, I realized I was trying to think of uh kind of like Tony meets Peter Quill. If they were like inspired by like using them as inspiration for the lyrics Uh, for reference we're like a pop punk metal chorus band if you're familiar with the genres and stuff think like data remember to bands like that Um, but we are writing a song that's very much like a 1975 kind of sounding song totally outside of our wheelhouse and genre so we decided to almost make the lyrics more kind of like a a douchey kind of player guy not (laughs) applicable to any of the guys like myself or in the band at all not our personalities uh, so I was like, "Who does sound like they could be like a womanizer, right?" And well, I thought of Peter Quill a little bit, I thought of uh, Mr. Tony Stark, and uh, kind of went from there a little bit. And I was like, "Oh my that god, works. yeah!"
1: So it was fun hiking. Where is Gamora? Who is Gamora? Why Gamora? Is
0: Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, awesome guys. You know, let's uh, let's dive into the fun questions we have out here tonight to uh, kind of get pick your brain a bit, Frank and. Learn more about your story, what you've been up to, and kind of what's in the future. How's that sound? Let's do it. Awesome. So for those who are unfamiliar or just totally not gone to like your origin story, so issue one of your comic book, right? What really inspired you to get into just Marvel or anything nerdy? I know you're a big Star Wars fan and other types of like pop culture. What kind of actually just got you into that as you grew up?
2: Uh, My dad. Mm -hmm. my 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 dad absolutely um i didn't grow up reading comics i didn't grow up i mean i think every kid kind of probably watched an iron man cartoon or like the x-men animated series or something like at some point i'm sure it's uh, teen titans on you know cartoon network was amazing um you know just the the comic-y kind of things you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and a batman animated series that was amazing too but uh iron man one came to the theaters and it looked cool the trailers looked great nothing like that was really out what 2008 you know like mm-hmm. oh okay so this is crazy fantastic four and spider-man and they had set some good good track records the first fantastic four spider-man one two um you know it's like all right these are, these are pretty good and now you have iron man okay and i I probably would have seen it eventually, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not in theaters, but my dad was a big comic book fan growing up, and he liked, you know, Marvel, and you know, he loved all, all that stuff. So, he, I went to see the movie with him, and that was kind of like the start. Uh, you know, I left that theater like well, I think like every kid or even adult. I, I'm sure if it came out now and I was able to wipe my brain of it all and go and watch Iron Man one again, like I'd probably leave the same way. Like, mm-hmm. I want a suit. Like that's so cool, but you know, how do you make one? um back in 2008 when you're 13 14 years old you know like what do you do um and that kind of was the start of it and then from there you know uh captain captain america came out and my dad had you know word notes about that he's like i wonder how they're gonna do this because you know growing up in the comics captain america he was just killing nazis like i wonder how they're gonna you know put this on the big screen and they did it you know they were able to dial it back hey it's hydra not you know we're not we're gonna talk about what germany's doing um so and it was this because he he had he had good information he wasn't like some super fan like but he just grew up reading the comics so he just knew a lot about them so it was nice to kind of as i would see the movies i really liked them and we would bounce uh the differences off of each other. He'd tell me some stuff about like, oh, this was kind of why they did that. And I remember this from the comics, yada, yada. And I was more invested in the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just this fun little kind of back and forth duality we had uh, between the two. And it just, just continued from there. Awesome. You know, I think
0: uh, a lot, like, especially for Louis and I too, we were around that same age, like 13, 14, when 2008 came around and Iron Man just, just dominated the theater, and just walking out of that, and damn, I want a suit, All right? And it's that's it. Yeah.
2: You know who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want you're li- <laughs> you're lying to yourself? Anybody who's like, I wouldn't want an eye. Yeah, you would. If there was an Iron Man suit sitting in front of you that like actually worked, you know, I'm, I'm talking about like could fly, you'd hop in the. Oh my god, like, yep, this is mine now. <laughs> yep. I mean, Louis. I mean, you've
0: trended on our own social media before just because we went to uh a traveling um uh, marvel that was like mix of comics and the movies uh exhibit that they had in uh museum of science and industry in chicago and they had i think it was the first four iron man suits uh on display screen use so we saw everything and mm-hmm. louis said the famous uh obadiah stain line and it felt so so surreal and it's funny to think like When you see the original iron man suit or at least even the first couple right versus to where we got all the way like to mark 85 it's insane that they still found all the ways to kind of like iterate and innovate and make those suits Mm -hmm. like damn i want that one now and i want that one and just kind of going through i mean do you yourself do you have it might be obvious but you never know uh do you have a favorite suit of iron man's there it is
2: that one (laughs) <laughs> the, yes the 85 apps um it was just the way it resonated with me watching Endgame. Mm-hmm. um because i i like the mark three the mark four really wasn't any different it just had the triangular uh, uh center the mark five was cool uh i'm sorry i hated the mark five i lied that's the wrong suit um so yeah as some of the suits got cooler and newer I started to like them. I wasn't a big fan of the Mark 42, uh-huh. Iron Man 3, the modular one. Um it looks cool, but just I you know, all right. The Mark 43 came out, Age of Ultron. I'm like, okay, that's a cool-looking suit, mm-hmm. Hulkbuster. Um so they they started to improve. They got more, you know, muscular and technologically advanced and then Infinity War came out and then the Mark 50, the nanotech one, and I hated it. I was really? like, Ugh it just it was too it was too cgi it just fair enough it didn't feel like a suit anymore it felt like a skin um but he he still wore it nice and you know fought Thanos and blah 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 um, but then seeing his mark 85 in endgame it just it something about it the more muscular um it was still kind of slim fit but still felt more like a mechanical suit than the skin tight uh, skin tight uh, Mark Fifty, and it had the classic Iron Man colors. If you guys those not if you guys you guys didn't know or anybody listening, um, it was the the paint scheme was modeled after the original Ditka armor, like mm-hmm. the original classic Iron Man suit where he has the muscles. That's why the biceps and the the quads are gold muscles, but everything else is armored. Um, so it was really reminiscent of that, and I love that look. It was more modern. I Everything about the suit, I just I fell in love with. And that was about the time when I was like, OK, I have some money now. I'm, I'm an adult. I have adult money. OK, let's try to make this thing mm-hmm. like this. is look at, look at that suit. Like people make these people cosplay. There's got to be a way to make these. And yeah, that was I, I will always love the Mark 85 like mm-hmm. it. I, I will always have that suit, even if this one ends up breaking and I have to throw it away or whatever, I will make another one.
0: That's that's awesome. That's incredible. I mean, just hearing all that, just not really want to go back and watch every installation of Iron Man on screen, just be like, oh, that suit and this suit and that suit. And I hear you on the Iron Man 2 suit. That one is
2: uh, just a, just kind of weird. Wasn't, wasn't a fan. Yeah. yeah. But it was supposed it was a suit. It was the classic suitcase, you know, from the cartoon and all that. Just, I just, I don't know. I just don't like the silver and red. Um, it was a cool fight scene, cool intro, cool whole opening to the movie and everything. But, uh, I wasn't a fan of it yeah yeah fair enough
0: now you mentioned how that really inspired you seeing the endgame suit and everything really inspired you like how do i make this right so can you kind of yeah. like walk through what really helped you kind of navigate into like okay i think I'm, I'm like i'm i think i'm figuring this out like am i doing this right
2: um obscene amounts of money millions of dollars in art now i'm kidding <laughs> uh it was tricky because you start googling things and You could easily Google the wrong thing and not know it and end up down the wrong rabbit hole. Mm. Um, I I could have easily ended up on forums talking about foam and EVA foam and fiberglassing and never even heard about 3D printing. Uh, This was three plus years ago. Um, But it can get overwhelming. It can get incredibly overwhelming. And all the resources are so spread out. At the time I started, there weren't many tutorials Yeah, weren't many tutorials at all, let alone complete and good ones, about making suits. Um, and a lot of people have confirmed this back, you know, between the 2010s and 2020s of the cosplay community when it came to like armor building, um, Star Wars stormtrooper armors, Mm -hmm. old Iron Man suits and stuff, it was very closed off. People kept a lot of things secretive because, you know, it they had a struggle to figure it out. So they weren't as willing to share which no it isn't wrong um i think that's something a lot of people on the internet i mean i get between the comments i get and the comments i see on other people's hey how'd you do that i don't have to tell you and i i understand that from the other perspective where just because i'm showing you something on the internet showing you this cool suit this cool cosplay this cool thing i'm under no obligation to tell you how i did it Mm -hmm. now on the same side or opposite side of that i i think if you are showing certain stuff off and you're trying to be a part of a community where you want people to like your stuff and be receptive to it it can't just be them all giving you praise and accolades like wow your stuff looks amazing constantly you kind of need to give something back i feel Mm -hmm. uh because without them liking your stuff and appreciating it and sharing it well, you're just going to have one view on that picture or one like on that picture. And only you're going to be there to appreciate your stuff. You're posting it because you want people to see it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think no matter, I think everybody just to even a little bit in who cosplay, there's a little bit of vanity there. Cause we, we're proud of our work. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to, you want to share with people and like also say, Hey, I, I made this. And so it, it's a weird area to navigate. Um, I've had people get mad at me. I've had people say that I'm stealing their ideas that I'm, Mm. I stole this idea from that person or uh, just because I either landed on the same solution. Like I figured out a buckle or a strapping system or a harness system or a paint trick that I just got to by testing, but might've been this other guy's like well-kept secret, you know, and you there's only so many ways to skin a cat and you're going to, you're going to figure stuff out eventually. So Um, with all that, the resources just scattered all over the place, you kind of just need to pick an end goal. Like I went the complete wrong way. I was like, I just want to make a suit. You know, how hard could this be? Very, um, (laughs) start with a helmet, start with a hand, just start with something to figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever medium you like. I started trying to make a helmet out of paper craft because I thought that was the quickest, easiest way. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm bad at that. Uh, I got halfway done with the helmet and crumpled it up and like, nope, there's got to be a different way. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, And Godspeed to those people who actually do paper craft and Pepecura and Mm -hmm. the folding paper and resin. Oh, that looks terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then I started Googling, like, what other ways to do this? And I don't even remember where I saw it. It might have been on YouTube. It might have been on Uh, the RPF, but somebody was talking about 3D printing Iron Man suits. And then I found a website that had the models for sale and like, oh, this is, uh, okay, this is all the printers. I'm going to say only $500, but three-ish years ago, a printer the size of that I got for $500 was cheap, Mm. was very cheap um, for what it could do. And it did it. I mean, I, I, that's still the suit I have right behind you know the red one behind me is still the mostly I'd say 90% of the parts were still printed on that first printer I got wow
0: you know you brought up a good point that I'm glad you brought up is the fact that when you start off right the intimidating factor can be really really like make a break for some people I mean I can personally attest to that just like I always wanted to I want to build my own stormtrooper costume right my friend and I saying yep. it yeah talk to 501st guys and it depends sometimes who you talk to they're like oh go to the forums or this or that um Mm -hmm. you know they could probably get literally every event they go to kids of all ages adults even ask them how do I do this how do I do this and after a while you know it could be it could be all right you 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 know how to answer appropriately and you know react accordingly but still it is intimidating because this is like this is a whole new thing you don't learn
2: it in high school or college sometimes it really depends The other thing that is still foreign to me, but it's, it's a thing I have to contend with now. Um, I, I understand I'm on the other side of that. Now Mm -hmm. I ha I know I have been told many times that people are intimidated to start the hobby because they see the pictures of my suit. Mm. They see the pictures of, of other cosplayers suits. They see danny's or kiera's or Ryros, like they see a rogues gallery aaron suit my god they see those suits and they see these amazing pictures because they're pictures and we're not showing you the bad ones we're showing you the good ones and they're they think how am i ever i could never make that they get their first 3d print off the bed and they sand it and paint it and it looks like ass yeah. because they're new to the hobby and they've never done this before and then they look at th- that helmet they're like how could I ever hope to get to you know a helmet they see on Instagram or one of my socials or something? And that is also a, cause you're comparing yourself to somebody else. And that is, it, you can't just say, don't do that because you know, that, that that's the equivalent of being like, Oh, you're depressed. Stop being depressed. Like yeah. it's not that easy to get somebody to just stop thinking or feeling away just by saying it. Um, but I was, I, that's where I started. Like that's, I started looking at these other people who had full suits and, And I was like, that's, I don't know if it'll ever look like that. It's probably never gonna look like that. Um, but you gotta push past it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll never forget December of 2020, standing in oh no, just it was December 2019. Oh my god. Um I walked into my first studio game room where my first printers were, and I had the suit. It was still primer white, and it was on the armor stand, this janky ass armor stand I made. And I remember walking it was around christmas and i just stared at it for like 20 minutes and just got so depressed really because it didn't fit me right still i couldn't wear the damn thing properly mm. uh, it did not look like how i had ever imagined there were no electronics in it no lights didn't even pick the paint out yet i was struggling to find paint that i liked because i was over in england and i had less resources over there and like it all just hit me like a wave like i'm never going to be able to finish this thing like there's no way this was stupid and i i think i didn't walk back in that room for like two weeks like went through the holidays like i was just like i'm gonna take a break whatever and i just stopped um don't know why there were also a lot of other things going on at that point um but like it was just like this wave of uh yeah i got off more than i can chew screw this and it, it wasn't me so much quitting it was just like i just couldn't handle it at the time you know i'm like i I, whatever let's just take a break um obviously i went back at it sometime in january i don't know what gave me the spark to continue but Mm -hmm. paid off um so yeah i and i never through all my socials and interactions i never ever ever wanted to paint the picture that this is easy that this is something that um which i know sounds counterproductive because i'm trying to make it easy for people but like it, it it's gonna test you in, you know, you're gonna find compromises. You're gonna run into frustrations. You're going to mess it up, man. Mm-hmm. Are you going to mess it up? Um, it, it's tricky. It's, it's definitely tricky. And comparing yourself to somebody else's work is the worst thing you can do. Yep. <laughs> I mean,
0: I forget the true saying, but it's like comparison is the creativity killer. And it's yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Even, it's, it, absolutely. Even it's just like podcasters. We get it too. like, we'll see another podcast you aspire to be like, or just like your own favorite one. You're like, how do they like literally make a a, a living off of this? How do they get all these like listeners and followers? And then it makes you feel like I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to accomplish that. And it oh could be, yeah, it could be really like a passion killer. And then
2: it's like, why am I even doing YouTube. this? Right. It's hard. Yeah, I, I will, there are people, the YouTubers I am, I know or have meeting or am friends with or other cosplayers who, you know, I, They're going to more events than me. They're getting, you know, I know they're getting either paid at all to go to the events that I'm not getting paid to go to or getting paid a lot more. And they still have like full time jobs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, did I mess up? Like, oh my God, did I, should I have stayed in the military? Because this person still has a full time job and is still doing the things I'm doing. But so, like, yeah, that can be very, very intimidating. Like, "Eh, I might have messed up here, guys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean everyone's story is different and you never
0: really know too mm-hmm. right but like you only see what's on the surface so it immediately thinks like hey, exactly. if that person's successful they must literally like wake up successful brush their teeth with success eat their cereal with success do some stuff with success you know it's it's it can really like wear you down yeah um i don't know for sure yeah and you know you brought up a good point too and i recently saw it just announced this on your youtube channel in a live stream too this week um, you fully have transitioned into becoming a full time YouTuber and have left the military and everything, right? And yeah, um, how, I think this perfectly just kind of goes along with what you just said. Like, what was that transition like? I mean, going through your head, I mean, that's a, that's a big stepping off point for some.
1: Hmm.
2: You have a solid income guaranteed as long as I show up and do the bare minimum and i'm not i'm not trying to talk down on mm-hmm. anybody in the military or the, the job quality whatever you know like all i have to do is show up and do the bare minimum a little bit more than the bare minimum maybe eh, just to float by for the next 10 years i've already done it for 10 years do it for another 10 that's it and i'm guaranteed a paycheck a place to live money for food health insurance dental insurance an okay retirement covid kind of didn't do great things to that um yeah the stock markets and all that, but you're guaranteed work, you're guaranteed help, you're guaranteed this camaraderie, stability. I have that you have this stability. Um, what you're giving up is, uh, I work pretty long hours, and they can move me whatever they want, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, certain liberties are revoked. Um, you're not a civilian anymore, you know. So the military is a very easy lifestyle. All you literally have to do is show up, do your job and go home that's it on the basis no matter what your job is um let's give that up to go be a youtuber and okay well no more stability as long as i showed up on time and like i said did the minimum i would get a paycheck Mm -hmm. money would appear in my bank account twice a month here's and you know get certain promotions or raises as the years go by you can try them for more you don't need to let's give that up to now i need to chase the money i need to chase every dollar if i do not go out there and get do the work make the videos build the props do the advertising do the talks and the podcasts, do this you know Mm -hmm. if i don't go and do that work no money appears period nobody's paying me anymore like that's it if i stop making it the money stops showing up that's terrifying that is the scariest thing i've ever done every second of the day am i making the right choice is this the right thing while i'm in the middle of looking at the paperwork and looking at my options and i start kind of getting the ball rolling on things my entire wake up at 3 2 a.m one morning just randomly check my phone because yeah you know we all do that and i open up my email and i have an email that says your youtube channel has been demonetized oh no oh it's not a good email i have I have woken up to jet engines noises i've woken up to crazy stuff nothing in my life has ever gotten me out of bed quicker than that email wow. oh my god um immediately ran upstairs opened my email yep i logged it because I, I maybe it's a scam fake thing you know log into the youtube studio nope it's real your channel is no longer eligible for monetization Wow, what a way for the, the stars to tell me, "Hey, stay in the military, dumbass," because yeah, look, right, that's a... all go away like that. Um, turns out, the bots on TikTok, on YouTube, what they look for, like media, and what I can only assume after doing some research. I never got a solid answer on why, mm-hmm. by the way, that was fun, but I was able to appeal it. Um, they thought I was stealing my own TikTok videos and just re-uploading them to YouTube. Because they're Asics. not my content. They're TikTok videos from TikTok from this other guy who looks exactly like me. Mm. So they're not mine. So they demonetized my channel. Um, so I had to submit an appeal video. I literally recorded it that night, uploaded it. It was a five minute video of me showing my workspace. I am me. I also post on TikTok, like, and it, it, it took a few days to get back, but that was terrifying. Wow. And it was like, oh man, maybe I am making a mistake. And um you're never sure you know and the people who support you and are fans of you are gonna tell you yes are gonna tell you you know it's the rose colored glass kind of thing it's like yeah yeah, you got this man you're great you got this you got this but those aren't the people you really want to ask is this a good idea it's like you know they're gonna tell you yes because they like you and then the people who don't understand it some people i work with some older military heads that's a dumb idea no just stay in it's what's another 10 years Mm -hmm. and these are the people who have zero ambition in their life they're happy showing up to work getting a paycheck going home fishing on the weekends that's fine there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle but like i couldn't imagine letting this opportunity pass me pass me by right like, what a like millions of people would kill for an opportunity to do that make youtube videos and build stuff at their own leisure as a living mm-hmm. I, I I feel almost like I'm insulting people by not trying because people have helped me get here, you know. Um I did stay in the reserves though. There was a nice little way to keep a foot in the door there for medical and dental, because YouTube doesn't help have a have a health care plan yet. Um so there is a like a, a few backup options, have backup options. The military is not forever. If anybody listening to this is in the military. Literally after that podcast, three different people reached out to me in different, or that, that live stream I did mm-hmm. ask, say, Hey, I've been tussling with this decision too. what really was the catalyst. I'm not sure I like just have a back, a couple backup plans because mm-hmm. this could all go away tomorrow. You know, I, I you never know. Yeah. Uh, luckily pop culture is constantly feeding me ideas, which is great. Um, but it could, the whole 3d printing business. Uh, industry could just disappear, go belly up overnight because somebody invents 4D printing. And I don't know.
0: <laughs> I was going to make a 4D printing joke, but he beat me to it. So there you go. Gotcha. Now nah, that, you know, that all, I mean, that's thank you for sharing that, by the way, too. Cause I mean, like, I know that's personal, but also it's like good to know. Yeah, because I mean, I think Louie and I can both kind of relate to sometimes, like, you really don't know how things can change drastically for the better, for the worse. And sometimes that you have to take the leap, right? We're big, how for other fans. <sighs> to take the leap yeah um take it. but i mean it works out and almost maybe if you think about it too like that email could have been your like chance like, like it's your challenge like hey guess what last thing you have to do is do a little bit more or yeah. like fall back right um but it really makes it worth hopefully it makes it worth it in the end <laughs> silicon
2: was uh what put the nail in the coffin for me mm-hmm. um going to being invited to silicon 2022 and getting my own booth there and being able to talk about printing with people who were like coming there to see me which was really still weird mm-hmm. but like that's all, that's all that's flattering and being able to ha- meet you know new friends hang out with old friends that i had like met online and gone to other cons with and like i just felt so in the zone like this is where i need to be like i need to be here I love talking about this stuff. I love having kids come up to the table and just being like, "Like, you can make this stuff." Like, what? And watching their parents standing behind them getting really mad at me because I'm—they know they're going to ask them to buy a printer right when they leave, right. and they're like, "You son of a..." So it it, it, it it was it was amazing. Like, I would I if I could do that once a week, I would. It was mm. incredible.
0: That's awesome. And you know, uh, I was hoping we could have talked a little bit more about that too with Silicon. I saw you said you were like
2: personally invited by adam savage is that correct or is just not Adam's no his 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 i wish right (laughs) um no um by uh two people named jen and trip gotcha um trip trip is the ceo of the whole event Mm. uh like he runs it um and adam's kind of like the figurehead like they're i think they're i think they're like equals i'm not quite sure they're dynamic with each other but um i had um going doing cons and going through the con circuits and i mean i think this should apply everywhere in your life Mm -hmm. you never know who you're talking to right and i cannot iterate that enough you never know who you're talking to unless the person themselves is being mean to you or whatever be nice be endearing there's no reason to be mean Mm -hmm. my first 20 silicon 2021 the first time me and the other iron idiots had ever met up together we wore our suits we got to meet adam savage for a few like seconds and got that photo next to his mark one i'm walking around the con and just i i I separated from the group i don't know why i was i was just alone in the food court somewhere yeah snack (laughs) and yeah i just waddling through my suit just do 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 and this guy comes up to me and he starts geeking out about my suit oh man it's it's great you know I actually have a Batman suit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And then his daughter walks up to him and is kind of standing there while he, me and him were just talking. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's he's like – and he shows me a picture of him in the Batman suit. And it's like a really good Batman. It's the Christian Bale one. Oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, uh, Adam lent it to me. And I'm like, what? Oh, I... and, he, and then his daughter kind of nudges him. And she's like, dad, you're doing it again. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Adam. I, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm I'm Trip. I'm the CEO of Silicon. I was talking to this man for like 20 minutes and I had no idea who he was. <laughs> and he, the suit he was wearing was the actual screen used Christian Bale Batman suit that Adam has. Oh my that god. That he lent Trip. Because he, you know, when you Adam Savage is your friend, you just get things like that. Um geeked out, thanked him for the event. He was like, that's awesome, blah blah blah. I have places to be. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. Um, and uh he he left. You know, he walked, mm-hmm. didn't, you know, he didn't have any special badge. He didn't have a badge that said, like, I run this, you know it was just a a guest or exhibitor um and then uh like a week or two later i messaged him on instagram because uh he started following me and i just i I thanked him again like hey like thank you so much for this event that was amazing that was my first con in the the u.s first con of my suit um can't wait to like come back next year a few months before this silicon 2022 he messaged me again on instagram and he's like hey uh you want to come as a featured guest yes Yes Heck yeah man, yes I do, yes, I do, oh my God, yes, I do, um so I don't know, would he have reached out by himself if we didn't run into each other at the food court and I, I don't know, um all I know is what happened in the order that it happened, and man, you never know who you're talking to
0: <laughs> let it be know i mean that so, that is a fantastic lesson it's
2: yeah fantastic. like and that's just at the whole cons like i i in new, at, at new York comic con, I ended up at this. Uh, this, it was an underground ping pong bar dance club it was weird it was the most new york thing i've ever heard in my life we it was a it was a cosplay after party for the con and mm-hmm. i end up playing ping pong with like a few of my friends and then this random guy in a um fire fist ace hat from from a uh, um, uh, one piece mm-hmm. and he's cool we're just drinking hanging out and then later like when he leaves I, uh, my friend Brittany's like yeah that's beast boy i'm like What do you mean? Like the voice actor. She's like, no, that's beast boy from like the Titan show on HBO or whatever. Like the actual actor. Oh my God. Oh, okay. I, I I, I stole his hat. My bad. (laughs) 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 Cons are weird. Cons are very weird. The whole circuit's weird. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's amazing. And these people, everybody's nice. And I, I think people need to be because of social media nowadays. If you're, if you're a dick people find out and then nobody wants to hang out with you yeah. nobody wants to work with you like and people are going to these events cuz they enjoy it and it just radiates and everybody feeds off that energy and it's if anybody's hesitant about going to a comic con cuz you think you're going to feel weird or be like ostracized or go my god go mm-hmm. like save up go to a big one go to New York Comic Con San Diego Comic Con Dragon Con god prepare your liver if you go to Dragon Con um <laughs> Like just go to a big one and experience it. It is the best time you will ever have if you are a geek in any way, shape, or form. That's perfect. I mean, Louis. Uh, so Louis and I
0: went to. Uh, it was a de- relatively nice size comic con in uh, Rosemont, Illinois this past summer, and it was called Fan Expo. And so uh, it was actually oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're okay. familiar with Fan Expo and all their. I know they have multiple. Yeah, absolutely. Ones, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was Louis's first ever convention. And so we got to walk around. We got to check just the whole place out and just really introduce, like, Louie, we we took forever. We told the story 10 times in the podcast. We tried to hunt down this one single booth that had, like, celebrity candles that they printed with, like, the Jesus kind of, like, candle that you see at, like, Mexican stores and uh, things like that. Uh, But it had, like, Adam driver on it. That's the one I got. Jason Sudeikis what, like it,
2: it was it, it was fantastic it was candles because I saw one just like that but it was pictures and it was like yeah they were in the classic Jesus yep, kind it. of framing and it was like Obi-Wan yep. and it was Walter White yeah Probably exactly <laughs> awesome.
0: exact company probably yeah we spent about two and a half hours trying to find that booth the one where we're trying to like hunt it down via screenshot on a story to figure out what aisle number it was in it was a crazy time but uh, Louie here he made his uh, one of his first costumes like to label it, uh, where he actually took this big cardboard. I'm not sure if you have it with you anymore, Louie. Um, but he actually had a symbiote buddy that he put in his shirt, uh of Venom <laughs> it's and out everything.
1: It's it's a forty by forty eight piece of cardboard that I cut in the shape of a kind of when venom's coming out of his back in the movie. And I just cut it in that shape and I spray painted it black and I cut out just pieces of paper into teeth and the eyes. And the problem with cons is we were like sardines. So I'm walking around and this yep. thing is just slapping everybody. And eventually I just kind of held it next to my head while we walked by. And, and it wasn't as fun having a, having a venom walking around with me, but it was cool. It
2: <laughs> was a great time. That's why anytime I, I were like the suits, we just go by the front entrance and you hang out. Yeah. Cause you're not walking down the aisles doesn't happen <laughs> mm. so you mentioned silicon
0: and everything but you've also been fortunate enough to be actually been invited to some pretty big events like let's say premieres for various marvel properties and such like that so can you talk a little bit about that experience like what was maybe your favorite one you've attended so far
2: oh god um So the movie ones are the bigger ones because they're live streamed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, doc, the doctor strange one was amazing. That one I very much remember. Nice. Um, we all went to David Buster's afterwards. And I, again, it's, it, it, you also get to see your friends. You also get to see all these, you know, cosplayers that I've become friends with online. Uh, uh, uh and just, you meet people again, you know, um, straw hat, goofy soups, nice. a Miller, Caitlin, Christine, people like that. Like you just, Oh, it's you again you know it's oh hey you know and you some sometimes they make it to that little after party food grab or not or um so the doctor strange one was awesome um the waiting sucks that's the thing they don't you don't see during when you're watching the live stream but like you're in line for like two and a half hours waiting for them to do the screenings and covid and mm-hmm. then you go and then you're waiting and they stage some of you here and some of you here and some of you here and um, but the f- other fun aspect was the Moon Knight one mm-hmm. because it was, a t- it was a show. It wasn't live streamed. So they had a DJ. They were a lot looser with like the whole event. Mm-hmm. It was still, you know, everybody Oscar Isaac and every, it, but uh it just wasn't as scripted almost like nice. hey, this is gonna be live streamed. We we have a are on a schedule, you know. It was it was a lot freer. And uh no, they're fun. It it's uh you get an invite through a couple different avenues but they reach out to you you don't reach out to them i wouldn't yeah. even know where to begin trying to tell something yeah just email marvel like i i do not know um i started as somebody's plus one because they had got reached out but my friend had gotten an email from this guy say hey blah, 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 in charge charger marvel premieres you have a plus one yada yada and then yeah, uh, you like it just spreads like a little bit of a web mm-hmm. and uh if you stay consistent in the community in some way shape or form you're contributing you're you're a creator in some way, you know, they keep emailing you and hey, all they do is give you a ticket. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's here's entry. You need to get there. If you live in LA, sick. Walk down the road, you're there at the El Capitan or wherever the premiere is. If you're in the East Coast in North Carolina, well Doctor Strange cost cost me about a thousand. That was a thousand dollar movie ticket, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Because the hotel, the flight, there back, blah, blah, blah. Um But yeah, it's worth it because, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it gives me some content. It, it's networking. You get to meet old people, new people. Um, it, but it's just fun. It's just, it's worth it. It's just fun to go. Um, it's, it's, it's uh, so, it's rewarding. It's amazing to be invited. Mm -hmm. You know, like I get to be in the red carpet premiere of a Marvel movie. Okay. Neat. Um, it's just fun. uh, Yeah hopeful (laughs) hopefully it keeps going would you say you had like a a favorite
0: interaction with any of the actual like cast or celebrity that you may have uh, encountered
2: um wasn't so much my favorite but it's my favorite seeing somebody interact with uh do you know who taya miller is yes you've probably seen her stuff Mm. but she uh we we've we've been friends for a little bit now but um we it was the uh, Doctor Strange premiere, mm-hmm. and we had all go. You know, once you're off the carpet, you they heard you inside, and then you have like 10, 15 minutes. They give you snacks and drinks, and you get some candy and stuff, and you walk around in the theater. But everybody's walking around in there, so you might bump into somebody who you know was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And me, uh, me, and I think Danny were walking. Um, uh, we were walking around. And I run into Taya and I start talking to her just a little bit. Like, hey, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. And she starts looking through me and like Uh-oh. cold eye, just like, uh, and I kind of turn around she's like, and she kind of like, to like, to, like, touches. She's like, that's Haley Atwell behind you. And oh, wow. it's Haley Atwell standing in this beautiful silver dress. Like, if you want to Google Haley Atwell, uh, Dr. Strange premiere, do it. She looked gorgeous. She's just standing like. Where he, well, my suit is behind me, mm-hmm. and talking to somebody, or like try, she's looking for her way to get into the like uh, where their seats are, and I kind of look, and I'm like Taya, I guess is a huge, I didn't know she was a massive fan of her, um, but I just turn around and I'm just like Miss Atwell, and she turns around and I just leave, <laughs> so now she's just staring at Taya, um. Oh no, that yeah, I I said Miss Outwell. well. She turned around and like and I pointed at Tay, I'm like, she's a huge fan, and I just walked away. <laughs> and you could see her just like like she wanted to kill me for a second, but then I think she just forgot. But also like, thank oh, you a little bit, maybe. Yeah, like so she just and I guess they interacted and took a picture. I'm wow. not quite positive what happened, but she gave me a hug later. Um and she, uh but that it was really it was so funny to watch. <laughs> like <laughs> she just lost. Cold Stone Cold just locked up right through me. Just uh. we all have someone yeah that do that to us. That's amazing. um, Like I, I mean, I, I I was like a little starstruck. I thought that's pretty cool. Like she's right there, but mm -hmm. Taya very much wanted to talk to her more. (laughs) That that is awesome, man. I mean,
0: once again, have you met Ted? Have you met Taya in this
2: instance? (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Nice, man. Nice. Good. Good show, by the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, man. So we'll <laughs> we'll definitely talk a little bit about Marvel if he's having time to kind of pick your brain of where everything's been for you in this phase. It's been oh, absolutely. crazy. Um, but I'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about Halloween, right? Costumes, cosplay, everything. So sometimes as I'm a musician, I get asked questions about musician stuff. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I, that's cool. Yep, yep. I, I like, you, you get a little like, you're so overexposed to it that it's like sometimes it's flare or anything like that where halloween for instance when you have these cosplay and the costumes and everything does it feel almost like halloween is just another day <laughs> like it's just it's just a monday <laughs> or, or anything different to you
2: it's a meme it is a it is an absolute <laughs> meme in the cosplay community where it's like you, you'll probably start seeing TikToks if you haven't already seen the videos pop up where it's like me uh 364 days of the year and they're in costumes and it's flashing and showing and then it's like october 31st and they're just you're just on your couch watching tv doing nothing it's like (laughs) you just don't and i get it i actually like i'm trying to figure out what to do this halloween my buddy invited me to a costume party at his house um, on the 29th and then i kind of made a joke i'm like i'm not wearing the suit you know it's like oh oh okay like (laughs) (laughs) uh, you'd wear the suit I have other I have a Deadpool costume I have some other costumes I can wear Mm -hmm. but like I don't want to I don't want to take it all apart to wear it for an hour at your it's a uh, a lot it is but I don't know (laughs) yeah it's it's it is it's it's either just another day or you just don't care because you're you're working on the costume you're working on costumes year round. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't really want to be bothered for Halloween. You know, right. um, I'm not beyond dressing up, but like, I I mean, I, I know other armor cosplayers like Iron Man cosplayers. Well, they'll actually go into the local towns or something and they'll find costume contests and just clean up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I mean, and I will not, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't look for some local ones too, but, uh, they're just kind of far.
1: <laughs> like, is it worth
2: it? Exactly. Like, it'd be nice to get something back from it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, here's a hundred bucks. Thanks for wearing your, because they're not going to know. Yeah. I mean, some of them might know. it would be like, did he make that just for this? Like, yes, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, do
0: you, do you happen to where you live? Do you happen to get trick or treaters at all? Um,
2: Last year, we got, two wow which is weird because i do live in a very and i think it was still COVID. i think Mm. it was still just we weren't quite there yet um so i i don't know if because i also thought about just like suiting up and just handing out candy like that but then two things will happen one i need to actually suit up and put in that motivation which that kind of sucks uh, and then when there's no trick-or-treaters, you're just standing there like a dumbass in an Iron Man yeah. suit. <laughs> and then two, then everybody's going to know where I live. Right. Right. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to be the guy in the block who has an Iron Man suit. Like, I just, I don't know. It's different. It's different when people know, you know? That's fair.
1: Well, so. to to be fair, Tony Stark told everybody on television where he lived. So
2: that's true but he had a lot more money and security i have <laughs> two dogs and a good attitude <laughs> <laughs> two dogs and a good Ooh. attitude that needs to go on a show. Yeah. yeah so I, I i would so that's what i did last year mm-hmm. um I, I went i actually went on base oh wow. um up to my buddy's house because there was on base on base housing you know on, on seymour johnson and uh he was like, "Yeah, man, why don't you?" I I don't know how the conversation even came up, but I'm like, "Yeah, I'll come you, I'll come to your house and uh, I'll suit up and hang out and hand out candy in front of your house." And that's that's what I did. And it was it was actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I got there was a lot of traffic on base and like people, kids walking by, blah blah blah. Um, and then I went and watched my ring camera, my doorbell camera, to see how many people came to my house. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, like two people walked by. Like this place was dead in always- my my. my yeah i was like oh god thank god i i would have been i would have pissed i would have been so mad if i had stood outside for two hours in the suit and one kid came up you know like yeah. so i'm thinking about doing that again this year or maybe a trunk or treat you know i could do something like that cool. but i don't have kids so that'd be i think be kind of, that'd, it would look weird mm-hmm. like i know i wouldn't have there's no mode like I have, a, I have a cosplay costume like it'd be fun for kids to get pictures with iron man you know um, but I don't think everybody would see it that way if I didn't have my own little ones running around.
0: You know what I mean? You might actually have the parents who run to you first before the kids. I,
1: yeah, I completely disagree. I think everybody really? would lose their minds to see Iron Man. Absolutely.
2: Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll look at something like that.
1: I have two kids, mm-hmm. and if Iron Man was at the trunk or treat I have to work at on uh, Sunday, I would lose my damn mind. You know, sometimes I'm going to say- dress up as the red mm. guardian and nobody knows who that is. And I have to explain to everybody that I'm Russian captain America.
2: <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll do something like that during like Saturday morning. I don't know. I got to figure that out. I, it's going to be this one. I'm going to wear, this one is so much more comfortable Starboost. Mm-hmm. I can put it on easier. It's way more comfortable, way easier to transport. So it'll be him. Um,
1: Either way, huh. win see the, just the help, just, you don't even have to wear the whole thing. Just the helmet. Everyone's losing their damn minds. Just, just say that.
2: It. Thank you. Now I know exactly what I'm going to do for that costume party on Saturday. Cause I have the, the, um, the Lycra suit for the undersuit mm. that has like the, it has the whole, it's, it's, it's Iron Man screen printed. So the gaps, you don't see the gaps, but it's the Mark 85. It's the red one. So I'll just wear that. And then the red helmet. There you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. The helmet's all uh, you need in an Iron Man suit, as far as I'm or, concerned. Or,
2: I don't know if you guys ever saw my Wish.com Iron Man. It's literally a giant iron, like a, a, a steam iron. <laughs> it's it's a full-size iron, and I have a, a dishcloth infinity gauntlet that has stones glued to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's
0: perfect, because I was going to ask. With your expertise and your knowledge, uh, let's say I have a friend, being me, uh, who has procrastinated terribly due to ADHD on what to wear to an upcoming Halloween party this coming Saturday? Well, now in the past. Now, what would you give her advice? If I want to make something cool or anything Marvel, it could be any fandom related as a costume. What would you advise me to do so I don't look like a, a Wish dot com version of Spider
2: Man or anything like that? In- immediately, right now, you're already you're already late. Get on Etsy or eBay and buy a Deadpool mask as fast as you can humanly get one. eBay, Amazon, Etsy. Get mm. your hands on a Deadpool mask. And then you can wear anything you want. Ah. Tip: wear a tuxedo, wear a suit, wear a bathrobe, wear a tutu. Nobody cares. Put on the Deadpool mask. You're good. That's, a, that, that's solid, actually. Brilliant. Guess what? I also have a Deadpool mask. <laughs> Shit, I have a lot. <sighs> I could wear the white suit to the trunk or treat with no helmet and just the Deadpool mask. I do want to do that with the red suit one day. Once the helmet, I need to make the helmet a little bigger. I want to walk around with the Deadpool mask underneath and pretend like I'm Deadpool who stole an Iron Man suit. I've never seen that. Is that is funny. That would be like, would be I could amazing. be Wade Wilson. Yeah. Like I've, you know, uh, uh, tons of Deadpool cosplayers. I've seen um, Bob Ross, Deadpool, yep. uh, Ross pool. Amazing, you know, I saw uh, New York Comic Con, there was a Pope Deadpool. I'm cool not one. particularly religious, but I'm sure that offended some people, um, which is even funnier. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, get a Deadpool mask and yeah, Deadpool in an Iron Man suit actually would be really funny. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wouldn't even have to put the gloves on, I can put the Deadpool gloves on and I'd actually have dexterity in my finger Oh my god, this is such a good idea! <laughs> <laughs> Look oh my god, you're
0: here tonight, right? I'm uh, on a budget to like oh my god this is brilliant why are we not
2: doing this Write this yeah. down
0: that's yeah awesome. oh we
2: just have a deadpool mask it is such a good backup because you can just do the mask i have was 150 bucks it was mm-hmm. a little bit more on the pricey side but it's a very nice mask it breathes nice um i bought a 10 dollars one that's basically just bdsm material uh it, it's not great it's, so it's just a deadpool mask leather oh, no no nice. it's bad you cannot <laughs> you can't you literally can't breathe in it. Like, oh no, not great. Well, some nice. people might be into that, but that's that's on you. But like,
0: yeah, there you go.
2: And honestly, you probably go to a party fair or party city. I'm sure they have a Deadpool costume.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I uh, so I uh, I had a PS4 uh, advanced suit uh, that I bought years ago for like one of the cons. Uh, it was the first time I've ever dressed up for anything, and I've worn it a total of five times now. Last time was at Louis' uh, son's third birthday party where I was Spider-Man and he was Doc Ock and he made a killer from scratch costume, loved it. Um, The kids cared more about Doc Ock and spraying him with Silly String than they cared about Spider-Man just standing there like a jackass. Um,
1: They got to spray me with Silly String.
0: Nice. I wish I was doing it more. Um, But I bring it up because I have uh, really poorly 3D printed lenses that I just let sit on my shelf Mm. for like two years. And so here's the day. Uh, and sorry, Louie, I'm saying this publicly now. I really needed to fix my mask like hours beforehand. So I just got like fabric super glue and glued on the original uh, like kind of rubbery lenses that came with it originally. But oh my God, yeah. I was afraid I was going to like suffocate or knock myself out from the fumes of the <laughs> of the glue and adhesive on the mask.
2: I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because it was in the middle of summer. I i do not envy armor cosplayers or cosplayers who have to keep their mask on mine opens it's not that bad mm-hmm. um but man like halo cosplayers certain batman cosplayers like that's just on there yeah. you're, you're stuck dude that's tough. <laughs> now
0: With your costumes too and the cosplay and everything. So you've made tons of advancements and just kind of like odds and ends that really make it more comfortable for you and the stuff that people usually don't see. Quality.
2: Quality of life improvements. Right.
0: And so what would you give for kind of like advice for people who have like, they want to have, I mean, maybe let's start with like, maybe what's some common issues that people might experience when they're wearing a suit from exhaustion from like heat with fans or
2: anything like that. Uh, What kind of advice would you give for that? Feet. people sleep on their feet. People really cuz you're testing the costume, you're standing in your room and you're moving around, you're doing this. You're like, "Yeah, okay, so it doesn't pinch. It doesn't you're you're moving, but you're not standing for hours." Mm. And people do not take foot comfort into account for that. You can stand here for 20 minutes and move around and start, "Okay, yeah, no this will work. This is great." But when you're walking around and you're a little more excited than normal, you're a little more bloated than normal, you probably haven't eaten or drank anything in an hour two three four uh your your feet start to hurt bad, Mm -hmm. and so i can't sit in my suit when i'm in the suit a timer it's a it's a it's almost like a video game and every single armor cosplayer will everybody who does halo costumes star wars costumes will tell you the same damn thing there's a point where the timer starts and in my, in my red suit, it's when the legs are done. Once the legs are on and I'm in the, little, the shoes and the co- cob pieces on, a clock appears above my head. Wow. Um, in the white suit, it's when the helmet goes on. Um, a timer starts. And it never gets longer, but damn, it can get shorter quick if you move the wrong way. Mm. Um, it's just ticking down, ticking down. You have about eight hours. Oh, you just bent the wrong way. Make that seven like like it just yeah it'll it'll just get cut down 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 and once that timer hits the end you're you're done you are and you also need to take into consideration if you're in a more attention grabbing costume the walk back Mm. um at WonderCon, it took me and danny about an hour and a half just to walk back from where we were because you're getting stopped by everybody and you don't want to be rude Uh, By that point, every photographer can absolutely just eat a bag of dicks. Like, go away. We don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. But if it's a kid, if it's a fan, you stop. Right. You do. Um, So, yeah, you have to take into consideration you're going to get stopped even when you're trying to get back to get out of your suit. Like, And it's just this big timer. And it's a mental thing. And if you go in the wrong way, you know, it's – yeah, it's it's, it's tricky. Um, But foot comfort, um, that little thing that's pinching, oh, it's pinching in your arm a little bit. But you're in your house and you're just testing it if it's a little pinch after a minute or two after five or six hours it's going to be a big pinch Mm. so fix it fix it fix it fix it fix it like just you have the time if you have the time fix it it's yeah little creature comforts you know um and uh if you need somebody to help you put your costume on make it idiot proof and i because I know that this plug goes here, and then this plug goes here, and no, 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 it's not the plug that's a little longer it's the I know that right, but when it comes into all right i'm I can't buckle my shoulders in. I have a buckle here for the shoulder pad, and then I have a buckle here from the bicep. well, one's a male and one's a female, so it's impossible for somebody to plug them in wrong now, like little things like that make it so if all you said, hey, buckle this in, there's only one way they can buckle it, not five um and because a happy handler is a happy con. Because I, I can't walk around in the suit by myself. It's it's literally dangerous. I could get pushed over, knocked over. Parts can start falling off. You know, mm-hmm. um, you never know. So yeah, make it idiot proof. That's some solid advice. I have a
1: question: Can I can I ask, can I get yeah? Can I ask you a kind of personal question? I believe it was uh, Iron Man two. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, he says, no, you're right. Everyone asks, everyone asks me how I go to the bathroom in the suit. And then he goes, like that, just like that, <laughs> like that. So, uh, yeah. Is that like a big time thing or do you tape a bottle to your leg or,
2: uh, you, you don't you, um, uh, I, I, I get this question in jest. I also get this question seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go to the bathroom? That thing? You hold it like a functioning adult. Do you just, yeah. do people just walk <laughs> around in your lives like you're in a meeting and you're just, oh, I peed? Like <laughs> you have no bladder control? You just, you just piss yourself because you're just like, uh, i
1: just like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm in the middle of a, I'm watching Avengers Endgame for the ninth time and I don't want to get off my couch and I peed. Like you hold it or you do the responsible thing and you fast a little bit because you know the next day you're going to be in a friggin' Iron Man suit for seven hours. Don't drink, you know, don't, don't eat, don't eat or drink a lot or, you know, have a high fiber diet. I don't know. <laughs> you hold it. Um, if you really got to go, you, you go, you, you figure it out. You take it off. Um, no, once you're in it, you're, like I said, that's that, it's that timer. And if you start, if you start, uh, if there's a rumbling in your tummy, that timer is going to get much shorter, quicker than it. And uh, sometimes when you get the suit off, you don't want to put it back on. You're, you're done. You're like, ah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm done. So, or you piss yourself. It's fair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever. It's already yellow, right?
2: Yeah. It's just get, just bring a little depends with you and call it a day.
1: <laughs> so, another question that I had was we started the interview. You said all you ever wanted was this Iron Man suit. And I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound bad, but you keep saying that you, you really don't want to put this thing on. You really don't want to put it, like, it's such a hassle to put it on. So now you finally have the suit and it sounds like you kind of don't want to wear them most of the time. Is that fair?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. It's, it needs to be, it's for an event. It needs to be for something. It's fun to wear. It's, it, it does. It feels awesome to wear it. The best feeling of wearing it is when you don't have the helmet on and you're just in the armor. It's like, awesome you just feel like such a badass because a you can breathe and see which is you know ideal and you're just in this suit and you're like this feels pretty cool (laughs) it's it's a cool feeling um but i like i was talking about earlier when when i was at silicon and i was i wasn't in the suit i did wear it a little bit but i was at my booth and i had the suit next to me and i would if you gave me the option here, stand at this booth for eight hours and talk about the suit, talk about 3d printing or walk around the con for an hour in the suit. I'll take the first one every time. Right. Cause I was able to talk to a lot more people, educate more people on it. And that was way more fun to me than walking around in the suit, which is still fun. Um, I, I was explaining it to a coworker, um, at uh, one time they were like like why like he's like, i know nothing about con- I, I, I see them but like why do you go to cons like why are you dressing up in a suit to go to a con is it something for you or and he was genuinely asking he wasn't trying to like, make fun of me or anything mm-hmm. i'm like you can go to la or silicon valley or new york and probably bump into robert de niro or you know tom cruise or maybe even robert downey Jr. you can bump into a celebrity in walmart or target ben affleck i think lurks around like cbs like you can bump into those people Where the hell else are you going to go to bump into Batman or Iron Man or Superman or, you know, where can you go to bump into heroes or people, you know, and as a kid, you would go to a con. So I get to now put this suit on and go and be that person you bump into. I'm not trying to trick anybody, but like hearing a little kid and it's happened to me plenty of times at this point, you'll just hear a little kid on an escalator walking by you just yell Iron Man and like you can't do that doesn't happen in public that doesn't happen you know at a walmart like that's something you just gave to that kid being able mm-hmm. to like oh yeah mom remember when i was three i remember seeing you know the master chief walking around you know, and that's such a cool feeling to be able to give the people um and adults too like like i mean i probably take like you said more pictures with adults who just want a cool picture with iron man or a whole bunch of iron men walking around and other cosplayers like um I don't know if you guys watched the show, show uh, Disenchanted on mm-hmm. Netflix uh bean like there was a cosplayer in a cool bean uh dress. I took a picture with her because she wanted a picture with I you know like so cosplayers want pictures with each other right. and then adults want pictures with them. So being able to like do that it's just fun and if it inspires other people to like go and make their own costumes because they see some guy walking around in an Iron Man suit like why not? You know, like, what am I losing? I'm not losing anything.
1: Thank yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, like, compare us, obviously, because you're a professional and I'm a dummy. But I, I it was, God, the end of August was my son's third birthday. And I, I'm sure you're tired of hearing about Dr. Octopus. But I stayed up all night and I just bought, a, like, a green long sleeve shirt. And I used yellow duct tape to make, like, a chest plate. And then I wore green work pants and I, I stole boots from my job, the yellow boots. And then I made yellow knee pads. And then the hardest part was the, uh, the, uh, tentacles obviously. So I used, uh, pool noodles and I put little zip ties around on them to make them look (laughs) robotic. And then I fed, uh, uh, wire hangers in them to kind of give them life and bend them around into different shapes. And the hardest part was to get them on. And then I like, I I had two pieces of wood in an X that I zip tied them to. And then I had to cut a slit into my shirt. And then I had my buddy, like you said, make it idiot proof. They were bungee cords. And he had to like, you know, I'm a big guy. So he had to like pull really hard around my back and bungee cord these things to my back. And I think every day since then, my son has said, Can you put on the Doc costume? And I've been, I've worn it one time. There's no, there's no way. There's no way I'm putting that back on. You're out of your mind.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. to the kid point, that's amazing. It's, it, it, it is awesome to like have an actual kid be like, Oh my God, I actually just saw like that guy I love in the movies, like my hero, right? I mean, do it for the kids now one of the last few things that to kind of tie it all back in here is the actual 3d printing aspect of it all um i've always wanted a 3d printer one of our friends a uh, good friend of the show Richard, has a 3d printer and got a really slick looking uh red guardian mask made for louis which was awesome so for people who are just still interested in like now with so many more options out there right for the actual printers and materials and all like that what would you kind of guide people on? Where should they start looking, or what would be like a good kind of starting point if they want to start using three D printing?
2: Well, hmm, tricky question. There's a lot of places to start, and now with the way the community's going and the hobbies going, there's a lot more op, like a lot more options. Mm-hmm. I have. 11 different brands of printers sitting downstairs right now that I'm just testing like from companies and stuff and um so it can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. um YouTube like I'm not just plugging my channel like there's tons of YouTubers who are giving reviews and um the best printers or the top recommended printers like there's always those videos especially now around the holidays I actually need to make one for like November like what I use this year and what I recommend Mm -hmm. um but youtube reviews, um and don't feel bad if you didn't if you, you if as long as you got one and it's working for you, don't feel bad you didn't get the other one because there's so many options it's like oh, I got a Honda and I should have got a Toyota. It's like the Honda works fine mm-hmm. so you just don't you know don't get hung up on that um, yeah Amazon Amazon reviews aren't too bad um obviously if a lot of people are buying them and they have a good reviews on them, okay, probably go for that one um pick a budget stick to it and stay in that price range and then start looking like you want to set your budget first. How much am I willing to spend on this? And then you want to start going to look at them because you could easily not have a budget. And then now you're looking, is the $200 one better than the $800 one? I don't know. Just set your budget first. All right. I have $200 to spend. What can I get? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what I can get. Let me now dice through the reviews. Okay. This one, the ender three keeps popping up and everybody's recommendations and because the Ender 3 and the Prusa Mark 3 are the, the same size, but one cost a thousand dollars and one cost one hundred and eighty. Mm. So if you don't set that budget, you're going to be like, "Well, what the hell makes these two different? Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, so yeah, just and it's cheap enough now where you can just get your feet wet. You can spend one hundred and fifty bucks, literally the price of three video games, or less actually. Um, That's sad that alone. Just got to say that. Right, and you can get a three D printer. For for the for the price of four video games, you can go to a place like Micro Center or Amazon, get a printer and a roll of filament, and make a Mandalorian helmet. This is the oh, way. Oh, oh, okay, um, and like that's amazing. Like that's so sick that that technology is just here now. Like, oh, I want to make this. Oh, I made it. Obviously, there's a little bit of time in between that, but that's the gist of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're not quite to replicators yet. Right. Um. not Dive in dive in um and if you were like you want to expand on the hobby you'll buy a second printer i know very very few people who are in the hobby i don't think i know anybody who's been in the hobby more than a year who still has just one printer actually adds up pretty quick you don't yeah you just you like oh you have the small one it works you learn you save up for a big one or you sell your smaller one and you buy a bigger one you know Mm -hmm. um there's always room to expand that's it yeah and the reason i recommend amazon is because you can also return them um, mm-hmm. When you start buying from some of the Chinese companies like Creality and Soval and stuff, it's a lot harder to get customer service and return your printer if you don't like it. You're going to pay a little bit more on Amazon, but you can just ship the damn thing back, and that's it.
0: That's totally you good. Get enough. money back. Yeah, yeah. Especially sometimes, yeah. like it can be a risk if you get something like that and you're just not too sure, and if mm-hmm. unfortunately doesn't. Pay yeah, out. exactly.
2: I'm not saying test it out, but I am. I will say that I ordered a. Uh, it was a five hundred dollar printer, the Sovel SPO three off of Amazon. I got the box. I had I, I had three of these printers already. I wanted a fourth one. Mm. Get the box immediately when I pick it up. I'm like, that's a little lighter than oh, it should no. be. I open it up and it is half of a Creality Ender three printer dropped into it, like the bottom half. It just in the box. And I guess somebody somebody bought the printer, the Sovel. Took it out, put half of their Ender three in it, and sent it back, and probably got a full refund. I was pissed, but also outstanding move because he probably did that twice. The other half of the th- the Ender <laughs> three was probably in a different box. Like I hate this I asshole, pissed. but I got to applaud the creativity. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, out uh, good move, you dickhead. <laughs> I was so mad, but yeah, Amazon took it back because it looked like a three D printer. It, I mean, it was in there. I uh, yeah, I'll never
0: forget one time when years ago little big planet three you guys know the game uh remember when redbox right it's so much fun Red box. redbox redbox yeah. had the game i wanted to uh play it before i bought it oh no and uh that's when i found out as soon as i got it i opened the disc uh the <laughs> box and everything and i see someone took a scan and not even a good scan scan the disc that they originally rented printed it out not even in color, just black and white, no. and it still had the little barcode <laughs> that they have on that inside of their disc, and then put in this piece of poorly cut paper and put it back in the damn box and returned it. So they got the full game, but Redbox, all it needed was that sticker and read it. And so no. I immediately took it, looked at it, said, are you fucking kidding me? Put it back in within seconds, and I still got charged with like the $3.99 for that game, and I, I was like,
2: I, you got to respect be. the move. I you can't even be mad. You can't even be mad. Like outstanding move. Yeah. You
0: God. Yeah, I, I will never forget that. And then I bought the game too Uh, from GameStop. Got home. My friend was joking. He's like, what if the game's not in there? I'm like, no, whatever. Open it up. There's no disc. <laughs> you didn't check? Turns out. <laughs> well, I got like a box set. So I actually had like a like the collectible... Uh, uh, sackboy and everything. I brought it back and I was like, guys, I swear I'm not trying to steal from you. Whatever. Uh, they're like, well, it's weird. And then they came back like, oh, that's my, our bad. This was the store copy we like put in the, like, you know, demo or whatever. So we actually had the disc. That's, uh, that's on us. But I was like, I was cursed, man. I was cursed. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh no. Oh man. So, uh, one of the last questions I had for you with the 3D printing. So the device great advice but on the actual like forum side or just like looking around i think that's why i love your channel and your content and your videos and your tutorials is like you openly admit like i'm i didn't start off like designing all these iron man suits from scratch I I'm not a designer but you, there are resources out there that allow it to like be possible to print these and you know the craftsmanship comes later on uh but the designing you don't have to be a mechanical engineering. I just
2: 3d modeled my first thing two days ago how'd it feel my first thing ever annoying I was just annoyed by it uh, (laughs)
0: because it
2: wasn't coming out how I wanted
0: it (laughs) I uh background my uh my undergrad degree is in biomedical engineering but I'm in marketing now and thank god but one of the things I had to do with part of my project was actually uh 3d model and print and actually apply uh 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 oh my god Shows how I've lost my memory already on it. Uh, a whole humerus uh, implant. So for the shoulder replacement, we had to do that. For that, the glenoid fossa. I had to do, I have it somewhere. It looks like a potato chip. My senior project was a lumbar disc replacement. And it's just like, I hated that designing so much. So when people have this crazy stuff, I mean, going back to when you talked about that comparison can really kill your creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm also very thankful for it because you can find these files online and everything. So if you're like me. Yes, you can. Where can people look to actually get those cool things?
2: Um, there are tons of free websites. Uh, thingiverse.com is probably the most popular one. But you also have websites like Thangs.com, um, uh, uh, Colts 3D, and My Mini Factory have a good amount of free files. Um, you can also go to websites to pay for higher quality files uh do 3d or do 3d mm-hmm. um they are the one i like because they have tons of iron man armors and costumes cgtrader.com um Turbo Squid, i think has some 3d printable files now uh, my mini factory colts 3d they also sell files etsy tons of 3d printable files all over etsy nice um i think yegi is the name of the website uh, yegi.com and it, it it's a 3d file finder so if you search Iron Man mask on Yegi, it'll search all the other websites and then give you lists and stuff. And uh, uh, Instagram, Instagram has a lot of great three D modelers now. Mm. Uh, so if you're looking for particular files or stuff, you can kind of fall down rabbit holes of finding three D modelers who are independent, and you know they have their own files for sale. Usually they also sell them on Etsy and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's tons of resources. I mean, so thousands and not at this point millions of free files you can get um, cuz there's people who just like modeling stuff they have a they have a problem they model it they find a solution or they do it and they throw it online for free cuz they're like yeah hey, some p- other people can use this you yeah. um, know that's great so you you can definitely print tons of stuff for free without running out awesome
0: well before we kind of uh kick off for the episode and everything we got to talk marvel right i mean that's the whole point of our podcast so for you Let's kind of do like a little bit about your uh, your character traits here, right? We're pulling out your shield file directly from Nick Fury himself, and it's got the lowdown. But we might not be trusting it given the whole uh, fallout with Hydra and Shield and everything, right? So we got to take it from the man, Frank himself, the source.
1: Such a nerd.
0: <laughs> Louis loves me, right? Uh, so and I feel like I got a maybe this is a surprise, this is a gimme. Might see where this is going. Who is your favorite character or hero in Marvel?
1: Mm. This
0: is all of Marvel. So you can include just MCU mm. or you can go into comics, everything outside MCU, totally anything that falls
2: under that Marvel umbrella. I, I know Iron Man's kind of the obvious one. There are some comic runs where I, I did like him a lot, others I didn't. Mm. Um, I definitely like the MCU's interpretation of him um i really am a fan of nova i really do like nova Ooh. um richard rider not uh uh i mean i i do like um oh god i can't say i do like sam alexander but R- richard rider not like him um and spider-man i mean it's spider-man heck yeah you know and i could i i, I don't know if you guys will agree but uh, we'll find out let's see I still to this day think that Andrew Garfield's interpretation of Spider Man in The Amazing Spider Man 2 was the best on screen Spider Man. Not talking about the plot of the movie, whatever the heck. Right. But like his attitude, that ending scene where he's just boasting at Rhino, that was Spider Man from the comics. Mm -hmm. The closest we've ever gotten in the MCU because it's canon now, it's MCU, right? The closest we've gotten on screen to like a good spider, The the best Spider-Man I think was him in that movie. The cockiness, the knife I mean the, the knife scene. Oh my God, tiny knives. Huh? Like that was the strength confidence. I, I wanted to see in that. Mm. And uh, no, it was, it, it, it changes from time to time, but yeah, Spider-Man, Iron Man and Nova. That's a good trio. I don't think we've ever had anyone yeah. say Nova.
0: So that's, that's very Nova? interesting.
1: Nova is dope. I saw your Nova helmet. I was, when you guys were talking, I was scrolling through your Instagram, and that thing is—that thing was fucking awesome.
2: Which one? I have three.
1: Uh, the, <laughs> I is it the one I from
2: the know. Guardians of the Galaxy game?
1: The one with the with the detachable star on his.
2: Phone. Ah, the Sam Alex. Yeah, that's the Sam Alexander one. Yeah, that one. Regardless, is
1: sick. it yeah. was awesome. It was yeah. just the first one that I saw. Yeah, that, I like and it. I saw you had a cool. Daredevil one that was really cool.
2: Ah, Daredevil's sick
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. God. You know, and I—we mm. can't say that's a hot take on your uh, andrew garfield and the amazing spider-man too because i also kind of fall into that bowl where i think andrew was probably one of the best depictions of peter um as well oh as see andrew. i thought he, i think he was i think
2: he was the worst peter you think he's the worst peter interesting he wasn't really picked on in both i mean he had a little scuffle with the flash a little but like he was a little bit too confident and popular not in the suit mm-hmm Toby, I think, was the best Peter. He was a nerd. He was picking the whole movie, whole first movie. He was just getting shit on. Right. That's Peter Parker. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Andrew was a little too confident and good looking, but he was the good Mm Spider-Man, which I think Tom, Tom is an okay blend of both. He's made fun of He's a little bit of a geek, a little too confident, but eh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: I do. I do have to say what you're saying. That's why in no way home when you see Andrew Garfield come on he's Spider-Man and then when you see Toby Maguire come on he's Peter Parker because historically Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man Toby Maguire's the best Peter Parker and then yeah. once again Tom Holland's the best blend of both
2: Yeah Tom I think is closer to Miles Morales than he is to Peter Parker mm. That's understandable And then Miles is awesome Yeah i i love miles there is a comic run i cannot remember who the enemy was i cannot remember who it it was like some ai cyborg thing of course it always is but he's experimenting on people and mutants in new york and he captures miles and experiments on him but miles escapes Mm. and tony runs into him and miles starts to tell tony like what was going on like oh my like He's traumatized by it, but he's telling Tony he's sitting on a rooftop t- talking to Tony about like what happened. And Tony, um, you know, tells him he's, you know, it'll be all right, I'll handle it. And Tony hacks into this like supercomputers, blah blah blah. He tr- finds out where it is and human cruise missiles across New York into the side of a building to find out where this lab is and just decimates it. Yeah. like. <laughs> it's a it's a very cool because usually tony's doing stuff for himself in the comics or more or less mm-hmm. but like it he like it it triggered something in him where he's like yeah this this isn't Gotta happening go. in new york it, oh yeah yep yeah. and the, whatever supercomputer bot and the whole dialogue he has in his head the whole time he's like everybody keeps everybody seems to have forgotten like who i am and like this is my tech this is you know mm-hmm. Hacks it, figures out who this AI is, goes in and just wrecks his shit. And it's a, it's, it's a really good, it's a really good run. And it shows his more compassionate side. Um, kind of how he acted in Endgame, missing Peter. You know, that sounds interesting. You convinced
0: me. I got to look that up now. Did you? Uh, yeah. I can't. Did you happen to read the J.J. Uh, Abrams short run of Spider-Man that came out like a year mm-hmm. ago or something like that? Because it had a lot to do with what like an that? AI weird mutilation mutant. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I, I would not <laughs> recommend it. It was one of the worst. Did you read this thing? It was Yeah, it's it's like six issues. Save your time. It's 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 awful. It's just oh. Abrams' mystery box in the worst format possible. Oh no! You know, and speaking of worse stuff, uh, sometimes we gotta go on the opposite side, a little bit villainous side. What is your least favorite character in Marvel?
1: Oof! Oof! Um hmm i
2: there's a lot of x-men i just don't like gotcha i don't know i don't think i have a particular like oh this one in particular i'm out to get to you mm-hmm. you know um yeah there's just there's a lot of x-men stuff i was never a really big fan of um I like the comics and uh the movies didn't help at all do you like do you like the <laughs> x-men in general from, just from the movie standpoint do you yeah I, uh, x1 through three mm. i liked and honestly I, I really liked days of future past i thought that, that was, was a really movie. good blend of everything and good plot um like i thought that was a really solid plot uh we don't talk about dark phoenix um and then logan oh mate, god they all the yeah all those you uh, like
1: wolverine right
2: yeah all right cool yeah no, right. wolverine's great wolverine was always good in the the animated series and then hugh jackman was i mean Typecast. Mm. He was the better typecast in RDJ for Iron Man. Like, it, it's he it was great.
1: Um, yeah uh, It's my catchphrase. We're getting Wolverine.
0: Ooh, we've been a Wolverine watch since so the first episode of our podcast.
2: <laughs> not a uh, see, that was the thing I didn't really see trending around TikTok and the internet when Ryan, the rock, you know, near the trailer mm-hmm. for and he walks by, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was like, oh my God, Lo- Deadpool 3, and it's going to have Wolverine. Nobody was talking about, well, cool. Now Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is in the MCU canon. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was talking about that. And um, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, oh, shit. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. And they said that it's like that.
0: not interfering with Logan. Because like, hey, wait, you died. We're like, well, that yeah. was 2020, whatever. Or 2039, 2029. It's, it's beyond me at this point. But it sounded like, okay, yeah. we're going to try and you the sense so that still makes sense that you loved. And it's not like omitting yes. that. And I think that's a great way of go around it, too. That is cool. That is cool. Now, with the uh, favorite characters out of the way, what is your uh,
2: uh, favorite Marvel movie? See, if we're going with mashups um, at Endgame. game, I, I love Endgame, but, but that is a big conglomeration. If we're going with standalones, I really love Winter Soldier. My man, Winter Soldier is, I think, one of the best MCU movies. Period. Yes, that it just gets you. Great plot. That twist, though, like nobody, nobody was like that was amazing. um Great fight scenes. Cap always had the the awesome the awesome fight scenes, uh which was all, and that, that's why Civil War. I think oh, the, the next one would be Civil War because mm-hmm. again, it has that kind of spy mystery. What's going on? The swerve at the end that that movie delivered my favorite line in the entire goddamn MCU when they walk into the missile uh, silo and cap throws his shield at the window and it bounces off cause Zemo's there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nice try cap. Um, uh, but this, this bunker was built to withstand the blast of a, uh, a, a whatever Russian missile. And Tony's just like, bet. And I can beat that dude. I lost it. <laughs> like I was just like that. Yes. Like, whoever wrote that line, give them a raise because you probably could. And that's going <laughs> like, to be my next Just question. so not – just betting I could beat that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, I was dying.
1: May I ask, do you have a, uh, a Winter Soldier arm that you've 3D printed?
2: I tried. I couldn't get the scaling right. And then I think it was kind of around the time where I started having to pack up in England to move. So no, I was I never made I never made one. Um I probably will start looking into it again with Captain America four coming out because mm-hmm. I'm sure Bucky's gonna show up. Um Right. And can Thunderbolts. can we Yeah, oh yeah, Thunderbolt. Can we just appreciate Sam and Bucky's relationship at the end of B- Captain America and The Winter Soldier? Um there you go. Loved loved it. That was just such a cool thing. Di- oh my god. And then going back and watching Civil War and seeing how much they hated each other just makes it that much better. <laughs> like You two are gonna like each other one day. Going from like, can you move (laughs) your seat up?
0: No, (laughs) No. (laughs) just can you do that sooner? I hate you. Uh, Hanging out in the bayou and Bucky low key passing at uh, Sarah. Yep, at Sarah. We all saw it. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. I mean, the last question I have to with you brought up Captain America four. So, what would you say you're most looking forward to in the MCU? Phase four is pretty much at the end right now with uh what kind of forever but there's phase six phase five all this
2: Avengers stuff what is going on what are you most excited for two things um first up is going to be the introduction of riri williams in black panther um i'm very excited to see how they introduce her into the mcu because historically she she makes an iron man suit by signing by by finding a part to an iron man suit reverse engineers it finds data online blah blah blah. tony's system activates that somebody stole his suit but he doesn't have a so yeah like her whole introduction to comics is great where he decides oh you're just a girl and then he has his ai train her and guide her which is awesome Mm -hmm. um i'm curious to see something we had talked about in my discord actually was what if her introduction of wakanda forever is actually a result of the wakandan outreach program at the end of the first black panther because they start I reaching out to different parts of the country and i'm not sure where t'chaka and killamonger were from like where was it boston i, I know it was just some a kind of it was a more like rundown area i don't know if it was in boston though but that's where she's from apparently in the movie mm-hmm. so what if as the wakandans now come out because. We also don't know what they were doing those five years during the snap We, they were just there, you know, right. T'Challa was gone, but so Rest like, yeah, so like what happened, you know, I'm sure Wakanda still was around doing stuff clearly. So I think Riri is going to be a result of that. Maybe that's how her and Shuri are friends now because they're both geniuses. Mm-hmm. And then why is she an Iron Man fan? Is it going to be because of Iron Man or is it going to be because of Rhodey? Um, because he's still flying around doing point. roadie things, I'm sure. Um, so how are they gonna shift it? Or did she see Iron Man save somebody when she was a kid? You know, like I hope they stick with Iron Man, mm-hmm. but I can also see them diverting to Rhodes, which would be fun. Right. Um, and then we get I we get Ironheart. I mean, and she's not Iron Man Junior, like that she is she is her own person, and I I am excited to see her. Her suits look awesome. Mm-hmm. Um and then because of that after that she's getting her own disney plus series and then we have armor wars where i think that's going to be a direct result of iron heart mm-hmm. um where we're going to get to see uh Rhodey going around the world um and i think iron i think armor wars is a result of at the end of no way home or during no way home remember when they started confiscating a bunch of stark tech mm-hmm. because the drones were used in the attacks right. i think that is how Stark's tech is going to leak to the public mm. because they the government finally came and seized his stuff, and I think some of his suits or replicators are going to leak onto the market because of that. And Rhodey's going to have to go and clean up the mess.
0: That's interesting. I like that a lot, though, because it's like, oh, we got a we got a lot of bad stuff out. We need to figure out how we
2: can you know curtail all the damage and, potentially. And nearly every single incident that's happened in the entire MCU t- line is more or less, especially phase like one, two and three has been Tony's fault. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fair. He's 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 done, he's done, he's done some stuff, um, you know, Ultron, um, the Sokovia Accords and then Cap leaving and, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff has been Tony's fault. <laughs> so if he continues to have ripples, wouldn't surprise me. That is totally pretty accurate, honestly. Oh. And then the easter egg they left an end game that no one's explained yet but it's there when uh when when bad nebula comes up and opens up the time portal mm-hmm. and she's going through the files there's a um, a little clip and it says i think 20 or 2050 55 it's a future date because mm-hmm. it has a history it has all the dates that they went to during like new york in the past and then there's one date in the future. And it's there. It's there. You can pause it and see it. It's... And then when the place gets glass floored by Thanos, Tony's helping Steve up out of the rubble. And he's like, what happened? Tony ha- says a really weird line. He's like, when you mess with time, time tends to mess back. Very odd line, but it's there. Mm-hmm. So there's theories that somebody, probably Tony traveled to the future to get some help with something. And that's going to um, lead into uh, Kang the Conqueror because he's Iron Lad from the future. Mm. Yeah, that would be such a amazing connection. I am holding my breath for it, though. You just got me very excited.
0: And you know what? I did not know about that stuff. I guess watch on game again. I, you know, I guess I
2: just got to watch it again. Yes, you got to watch it. Again. I'm so sorry to ruin your night like that. No, <laughs> it's OK. Yeah.
1: Didn't you no. just watch Endgame like last week, Devin, after the after four the hour live stream? stream?
2: Yeah, uh, but I fell asleep <laughs> after 20 minutes
0: because it was a four hour live stream and my body said, go with that fuck to sleep.
2: But by, by the way, it's called Iron Man versus Quantum. Iron Man versus Quantum. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Yep. And he goes and he lays down some law. It's great. That is awesome. Nice. Well.
0: This kind of brings us to the end here. I mean, we talked about so much from the 3D printing community to how to get started to cosplay to, you know, the favorite fan moments and what makes it all worth it at the end. So just want to thank you so, so much. And thanks again for having you on here. Yeah, go ahead, Louis.
1: I do have at least two more questions. Uh, My first question would be, how often do people tell you that uh, Frankly Built was able to build this in a cave? with a box of scraps. Do you hear that often?
2: Uh, yeah, that comment pops up a lot. Uh, my old <laughs> studio back in England, above the closet that was in my room, I, uh, I actually had a label that said The Cave. Oh, nice. Oh.
1: <laughs> yep. And then, added to that, do you have a box of scraps that you keep around, just for shits and giggles?
2: Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I have a whole box of scrap prints in the garage scrap wires and electronics in there in the in the closet oh yeah there's definitely a box of scraps around here for sure <laughs>
1: there it is <laughs> yeah
2: thank you the way i totally
0: forgot about asking about the good old box of scraps box questions of scraps yep. yeah
2: and you got that tattooed on here or something there you go uh do you actually have any marvel tattoos not yet i'm actually trying in the market for an artist uh, a local artist i gotta start shopping around because i I have an idea for a sleeve I finally want to get that has it's a lot of Marvel, it's a lot of everything. Nice. It's going to be a blend of anime, manga, Marvel, um but it's got, it has to be done right or I think it would look just tacky, so.
0: Fair enough, yeah. Can relate. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you again for having just the time. It was it's been a blast just being able to talk about all this, Good. learn more about it and just kind of get to know you.
2: No, nah, no problem, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Now, you have
0: probably millions of things in store right now from all your endeavors and efforts and everything you're doing right now. But is yeah. there anything you just want to kind of like plug right now Sharon? what people should be looking out for, uh,
2: from frankly built a lot more videos because this is my job now. Um, but I am in the, mo- I have my next three costumes planned. Ooh. Um, I will I won't say what my third one is because it's another Iron Man suit, but it's gonna be much quicker than Star was. It needs to be. Um, and then I'm working on a red hood cosplay Ooh, that nice. um I've always wanted Dope. to do, but it's finally time to do it. And it's gonna be it's gonna be an interchangeable red hood cosplay because he has so many different cool masks. Um, but the one the the main body and one I'm focusing on is the one from the Arkham Knight games. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the fifth one is also kind of a secret, but it was kind of on my Instagram story in little bits, but, uh, they've expired. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. That all sounds really exciting. Can't wait to
0: see how everything turns
2: out and figure out what these mystery costumes are. Oh, and then costume six is actually going to be a Gundam cosplay that I have a very amazing idea for that. What Gundam? If you can't say. Uh, Gundam heavy arms. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> i want wing zero is my favorite but yes. if i'm going to do wing zero it needs to be proper and i, I the wings i just I'm not i can't do those wings yet so uh we're gonna do heavy arms kai from the uh, endless waltz movie the blue one yes yes yes
0: i have uh yep. i i, I built a couple gun plot and everything and heavy arms is in my collection and I'm a i have i have 50
2: gundam models sitting in a closet in the other room
0: <laughs> oh man i'm
2: just just imagine uh, a gun a gundam cosplay of heavy arms where he tilts back a little bit, puts the guns up, and then all of the missile pods open. Oh my god. If I can make a mask open, I've never seen anybody do a Gundam cosplay like that. So we're going to...
0: Uh, you know, I must say, like burn. when I see Gundam cosplay, I'm just blown away. Because
2: that is... Oh, can't wait. It is, that it's it's not going to be all 3D printed. Not It's going to be a mix of foam and 3D printing, because that's a lot more bigger pieces than a iron man suit and i'm gonna be on stilts now i'm not lugging that around called heavy arms for a reason right oh yeah yeah i gonna. i want to try to make the barrels spin too with some smoke coming out the end Jeez. oh yeah oh i have plans dude i he's my favorite next to zero (laughs) so i wish more people knew who gundam prometheus was but unfortunately you probably don't even know who that is do you i don't think i do is now i need to look it up you did you grow up did you did you grow up watching Gundam Wing and then Nagel yeah. Swaltz? Well, here you go. Merry Christmas. Look up Gundam Wing Frozen Teardrop. It's the sequel. Oh, I never knew this existed. Yeah. <laughs> they go to they go they go to Mars. Was it just a manga? Like, or did they actually do it animated? It was just a manga. They never animated. It. That's why people don't know about it. Ah, oh. but uh the suit designs. Yep. Hero is frozen, a bunch of other stuff happens. And then uh Wing Gundam Zero Snow White is his new suit. Um, it's a beautiful suit. And then uh Gundam Prometheus is Troa Barton's descendant who mm-hmm. takes Gundam Heavy Arms and it turns it into like it looks like a cross this. almost. Yeah, you all know, you looked up Gundam Prometheus. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's heavy arms. It's heavy arms, but just like asymmetric. Oh, this reminds
0: and me of uh sick looking. This reminds me of uh the one guy who had the Wolfwood from Trigon. Wolfwood
2: from Trigon. Yes. Oh my yep. god. Wolfwood. Yep. There's a lot of cool suits. Epion Bai, Epion White. Um, there are there's, there's, there's some cool suits in that manga. Um, but, but it gave me good manga it, to go relive
0: my Gundam fascination through. With some Iron Man and Miles Morales. I don't, I don't know what else I can like. go crazy. Right. And I got to watch Endgame, so I got a I lot to read and watch.
2: now, you guys. Go. Don't worry. Next time we talk, I'm going to convince you to start watching One Piece. I do it to everybody. You know what? I'll do it just because he said so. Because he told me to. <laughs> worth it. It is so worth it. Thousand plus episodes. Don't. Doesn't matter. Best story I've ever experienced. Awesome. Well, six seasons in a movie, right?
0: Um, <laughs> well, thank you again so much. We'll have everything like your uh, uh, links, your website and your link tree and your socials, of course, YouTube channel, all the show notes. But uh, is there anywhere you want people to go ahead right now to go check you out at? YouTube.
2: Uh, check my YouTube. YouTube.com slash frankly built no spaces or underscores or anything i am working on a website though so that'll be coming out soon eventually nice well we're looking forward to it
0: and once again thank you so much for the time you're welcome anytime in the future if you want to even talk about just some gundam stuff i apologize louie um not <laughs> often cool. i can talk about gundam on a marvel
2: podcast too i know i know a lot
0: oh man <laughs> well awesome uh and also uh did you mention uh, what your next uh, convention you're going to be at that people might be able to
2: see in person um anime new york uh november 18th to 20th and that'll probably be my last con of the year and then on the website that i'm launching in january it'll have all of the cons i will be at through the year oh sick that's the point nice nice yeah. it'll have an event it'll have an event tab and you can track me awesome <laughs> it's like santa right, <laughs>
0: yep. right. yep well hopefully uh, if you're making any yep. trips to chicago too it would love me up with you c2e2 perfect perfect oh well, awesome well, uh, that does it for this episode of Earth 894. Been of a blast. Right, Louis?
1: Oh, it's been real. Absolutely.
0: Heck yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. That does it. Make sure you guys check out the, the show notes for everything to check out Frankly Built, as well as give this episode a review and share with a friend. It'll make us further into the multiverse of how we can reach people. So we appreciate it. 3,000.
2: bring a little depends with you and call it a bit.